0: Maybe
1: you should go and do some contemplating. and am here to find true love. Previously <laughs> on The Bachelor. Maybe <laughs> well, uh, you had a
0: cliffhanger. Okay. I guess it to be continue.
1: Shit. Uh well, I, fr- I literally can't remember anything that happened last week except that there was no satisfying resolution.
0: Hi, this is Rose Buddies. <laughs> Hi, I'm
1: I'm Griffin McElroy.
0: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy.
1: I'm about to grip it, rip it. That was the sound of a Super Water Zero being fucking ripped open, and it's it's been made ready for me to enjoy its delicious citric interior. Do you want to tell everybody what I'm drinking today?
0: Griffin exclusively drinks the lemonade variety of Super Water Zero.
1: I saw some Machiavellian piece of shit on the group. I don't mean piece of shit. I'm sure they're great. Everybody in the Facebook group is great. It's the best Facebook group ever. But he was like, look at all this great Super Water Zero I'm buying at the H-E-B, so Griffin Macri can't have it. Joke's on you, dumb dumb. There was no lemonade flavor in there. And what you just bought was a bunch of mango-flavored poison, basically. <laughs> Better luck next time. <laughs> Penguin. <laughs>
0: Um, and the lemonade is the best flavor.
1: I was gonna read what's written on the label of Super Water Zero, but yeah, it's no, wicked boring. it's not necessary. Um, it's so good, <laughs> it's so good and so refreshing, and this bottle's a little bit sticky, and if that's my only complaint I've ever had about Super Water Zero is that this bottle's a little bit sticky. Last week there was no rose ceremony, which was garbage. Hey, Bachelor, stop fucking doing that!
0: So last week's episode ended with the ladies all taking Ben aside during the cocktail party and airing their grievances with Olivia. And the episode ends with Ben saying, Hey, Olivia, can I talk to you? To be continued.
1: What if, like, what if, like, fucking Empire Strikes Back ended with, it began with Darth Vader, like, Hey, I'm your dad. Later. <laughs> like you can't have this pre-programmed thing in your show that's like the climax of the show, and then do it at the beginning of a fucking episode. There's a reason they don't, don't do the tribal council at the beginning of the episodes of Survivor because it's fucking insanity. I feel
0: like Bachelor operates under the assumption that maybe you aren't gonna watch next week unless they have some big compelling reason,
1: which like no, I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm next gonna week. watch it. <laughs> you don't have to do this. To you me. got me hooked already, Bachelor. <laughs> I'm a member of the family. You don't just turn your back on the family. Anyway, low stakes rose ceremony sesh. Yeah, there was... And a shitty cliffhanger. The cliffhanger was like, maybe he's going to take Olivia's rose away. And the first 45 seconds, she was like, you're not taking my fucking rose away. Yeah,
0: there was speculation that maybe somehow Olivia wouldn't be safe. But she just shows up and says, hey, I don't know why they don't like me. I'm
1: super smart, and I love books and politics and news.
0: I just think I'm a target, and maybe I'm really aggressive, and I feel like I can't win. But, you know, I like reading books and thinking, you know? And, I mean, the other women like painting their nails, and that's great.
1: I hate that, Olivia. Why? She's always thinking her thoughts (laughs) and talking about Ted Cruz and his chances on the political stage
0: <laughs> meanwhile emily is just speaking to the camera just <laughs> oh
1: my goodness did you hear that
0: how would, I, I, have hear that? How would I have not heard that
1: got that hay fever
0: um emily is swearing talking about how olivia's a liar it's
1: what i said last week i touched on it she had this like girlish delight in her hatred of Olivia. And I think it's cause she finally found her angle. Mm-hmm. Finally found her angle. This was a, this was, let's start this. This was a fucking great episode. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking killer episode. Probably best of the season, best I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. It established Ben, despite the fact, despite his former racial atrocities, I kind of like the dude now. As a bachelor.
0: Let's, let's go through some just really quick highlights of yeah, this episode. Yeah,
1: highlights. Ben is the... I, I literally yelled out loud in the group that we were watching with. Ben is the fucking axe man. Because Ben, when he sends somebody home, he just gives you a fucking cold wound between his shoulder blades, man. He does, he does not soften the blow. There's no... Pardon my French, but pussyfooting around. He just does the damn thing. He does the damn thing.
0: We, we were going to do, like... Bullet point highlights is what I was going to say. We were going to do like like I was going to talk about maybe the pigs swimming in
1: the ocean. Okay, the pigs are swimming in the ocean. My thing is that Ben just <laughs> does the damn thing. He takes your bag and he throws it into the van as hard and as fast as he possibly can. This is the only thing even approximating sports that he's gotten to do all season.
0: And there are pigs swimming in There's the pigs ocean. Pigs
1: swimming in the ocean, but also Ben is a cold-blooded fucking murderer. <laughs> Uh, four people went home this week in three different places.
0: No, two different places. Four
1: different places. Well, four different parts of the episode. It's a brutal episode, man. Okay, Okay. So,
0: all right. So, rose ceremony happens not before Olivia says, "Come at me, bro," in reference to the women, which I enjoyed. She says it on screen. She doesn't like say it. This is a this
1: was a this was a good Olivia week for me.
0: Um, she
1: said a lot of really dope shit.
0: And Jennifer goes home. Who's Jennifer? Nobody knows.
1: But she goes home. We call her and this is going to sound I feel like we're pretty good and we're getting better about like, what not do We tra-
0: call Jennifer.
1: We don't treat these women as though they are chattel. I feel like we are pretty good at at least imbuing them with more personality than the show gives them time for. But we did call her Moonlight Boobs for uh, pretty much yeah, the whole time.
0: that is true. Because the most memorable moment she got with Ben was when they were talking first night, and he is very clearly staring at her décolletage. It was literally
1: like, say like, um, say like um, uh, my dad is in the Navy.
0: Uh, my dad is in the Navy. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we don't get to yeah, see
1: each other yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you could hear my inflection, but I'm pointing that at her moonlight, her <laughs> her lunar chest, her her moonlight in, encased.
0: Unfortunately, bosom. that was a highlight for Jennifer because she goes home and that it, it, we well, never see her again. It, it
1: was a it was a moonlight. Mm-hmm. It was the only light she had the whole. Th- not she did literally nothing else mm-hmm. the whole time. I feel like I've heard other people call her moonlight boobs to tell her how like little time, how little <laughs> airtime she got is that the thing that everybody knows is that Ben was looking at her, her decolletage. Mm-hmm. That's a great word. I, I think know. it's bad that men can't have decolletage because I never get to say that word. I never get to say, baby, check out my decolletage today. It looks great. What I mean, is that? Is that, is, is that specific? Ben specifically- shows a little bit
0: of decolletage,
1: is that? He did. I commented, he's wearing a shirt that he had four buttons on button and he leaned down he like bent over, and I commented that you could see his dick through his shirt, like <laughs> down periscope. <laughs> Is decolletage just the same as cleavage? I thought it was yeah. like if you're wearing a necklace, like it's some sort of it has to refer to like an accessory. No, you're it's wearing another around way of saying like
0: your cleavage zone.
1: Okay, interesting. I thought it was like if you're wearing like a piece of jewelry or something oh, like, like decorative. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, just that's you would know better. You would know better than me because i se- I sexually can't have decolletage because of just society. Uh, i'm not happy about it it's not fair
0: so uh, as per usual the lady goes home before she probably even is in the limo they all celebrate that they are going to the bahamas
1: um yep oh and away we go it's weird having a season of of trap they're they're gonna go to other places right they've really scaled back a lot of let's let's give a little history lesson because like they used to go every episode, it'd be like, and now we're going to Belarus, mm-hmm. and now we're going to Norway, and now we're yeah. going to Scotland. and Like, every episode, it was where in the world is Carmen fucking San Diego, mm-hmm. and why does she have these 13 men f- traveling with her? What kind of weird dude harem?
0: And I don't know if it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette that guides that decision, because it does seem like... Like at least during Chris's season, Chris they
1: never left the the contiguous United States, and America. they acted
0: like that was almost Chris's choice.
1: Yeah, because he loves corn so much, he only wants to be places where corn. But like is. Juan
0: Pablo, they were like jet setting.
1: Do you think Chris Souls is powered by corn like Superman is powered by our yellow sun? <laughs> he loves corn a lot. He loves corn is his bin sport. He almost
0: looks like an ear of corn. He looks like it. an ear
1: of corn. Mm-hmm. He's a corn boy. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and yeah. he, he depends on the future of his race, which is why he made that political advertisement in mm. Iowa for corn.
1: Save the corn. Mm-hmm. Save my corn.
0: <laughs> Save my <laughs> corn. I'm Chris Soules.
1: I approve this message. I approve this message. Save my corn, please. It's very <laughs> sick. Um,
0: uh, so, uh, very first moment is Kayla getting a one-on-one date. Yeah, see
1: see, Harrison walks in and is like, straight up, it's gonna be a one-on-one, it's gonna be a group date, and it's gonna be a two-on-one. And everybody mm-hmm. like, laughs, and it's like, why are you laughing? It's about to get very bad for <laughs> two of you.
0: And and let's just take this moment, Chris Harrison is
1: never on the show anymore. Save, the, save my Harrison. What the fuck is going on? I thought the past few seasons, they'd like, really dialed him back. Now it's literally... Ladies, it's going to be a fun week here. And then ladies, it's time for the (laughs) cocktail party. And then Chris, there's one final rose. That's it. And then he walks off set. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Somebody made the joke in our party that like, he says, ladies, there's one final rose. Ben, I leave it to you. And then he literally, like, rips his suit off and just, like, goes and jumps back in (laughs) the hot tub.
0: He used to provide a lot of counsel. There used to be a lot of moments between him and whoever the bachelor bachelor bachelorette was. Pretty
1: much every episode.
0: How did your dates go this week? Talking about kind of, like, how do you feel about the women? You know, what's been hard? You know, what's what's not been hard? And
1: sometimes it would slow shit down, but, like... I, I always liked. I it. did too. Cause you it, got
0: to know who the Bachelor or Bachelorette was, at the
1: very was. least. Yeah, it did. It did some service in like letting yeah. you know who the Bachelor or Bachelorette was. You yeah. just don't get that anymore. Yeah. The only time you get that is in the the over the the, the behind the scenes like interview stuff, mm-hmm. and that is like well, usually. And not if a you great... watch
0: Bachelor Live, which not everybody does,
1: yeah, we. I mean, we don't.
0: I think it's because he's he's doing that millionaire show now.
1: No, I know he's got his finger in a lot of pies, but like. I, I don't know. You miss find, him. I miss him too. I'm, but I also miss the function he provided. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's time. This is, I don't even believe what I'm saying, <laughs> but maybe it's time for somebody else to step in. No, if he doesn't have the fucking time to, no, I love Chris Harrison. You know this about me. I cosplayed as him for a friend Chris <laughs> Plan's birthday party. I love Chris Harrison so much, but if he can't do the fucking job, then maybe it's time we find somebody who can.
0: Who could do him? True Carey.
1: I'm saying we do a full blown fucking game show switchy swap a ringo. If,
0: if, if Chris Harrison doesn't have time, then Drew Carey
1: doesn't have time. Drew Carey would do great at this. Let me put out my argument for this. Very affable. He knows a lot about love. He served time in the Navy, so he probably like knows like what love is, cause I bet like being in that, being in a submarine, like you learn what's important to you. Also, the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. Now you're now you're thinking. I can I am, see those I'm gears turning. I'm thinking about
0: it, but you know what else I thought? What do you think? Jimmy Kimmel. He
1: fan would of, be the too, no, fan love, of the show. No, I love. I like Jimmy Kimmel. His his he's had the best guest appearance on The Bachelor ever. Mm-hmm. He can't take it serious enough. He can't take fucking anything seriously, and that's great. He's a great he's a great yeah, host for a late night so. show. But this this needs a this needs a very specific tone.
0: Hmm. No, that's
1: true. It's the bad it's the worst thing about Unreal, which we talked the praises of a little bit. We have since finished the first season. It's fucking incredible. It's must see TV. And apparently it just dropped on Hulu. I'm glad that we get to be the bearers oh, of that. Really? Yeah, which is great because we just bought <laughs> we it. We just bought it. Uh, I'm glad we get to be the bearers of good news to everybody. Go watch that show. Stick with it. It's full of terrible people doing terrible, awful things, which is like my least favorite thing. In, it's my mm-hmm. least favorite television trend, but that show does some sick shit mm-hmm. uh, that you absolutely need to see if you are at all invested in the Bachelor series.
0: It's wonderful, and it changes the way that you watch the show. But
1: the way they portray the host is like, you missed yeah. it. You missed it, Unreal, because Chris Harrison actually rules, yeah. and the host on their season is like a slime ball. That ain't how you do it.
0: But that's a real small part of the show.
1: Small part of the show. I think Drew Carey would do great. I think we could get a lot of different hosts in. I'm saying we need somebody in there talking to the, talking to the bachelor or, and bachelorette. And if Chris Harrison cannot do it because of all of his other duties, then it's time to find somebody who will.
0: I I would still rather take seven minutes of Chris Harrison you, than twenty minutes. Of
1: you're Bruce saying Perry. you're okay? No, you're saying we're getting seven whole minutes of Chris Harrison. Okay, no, you know, no, we're sorry. getting thirty six seconds of Chris Harrison <laughs> in each episode. It's still
0: better. It's still better. I love it. What him.
1: about Paul Phil Keegan from uh, Amazing Race? No, I think he'd be great. No, well, intercontinental flair.
0: No, Chris Harrison has this kind of like subtle winky quality, and he like also genuinely like kind of loves the show and the format. I need somebody who's like really. You're a right, big Keegan's, fan. Too, Keegan's
1: too dry. Yeah. Um.
0: Okay. One on one. i want think about Kayla. It.
1: Let us know. Let us know in the Facebook group who would be the who would be a good replacement. I mean, there is no perfect replacement host because the perfect replacement host is we cut Chris. This is the wisdom of Solomon. Let Chris Harrison's legs do who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> and give me the fucking torso, neck, and head. <laughs> legs and arms on millionaire no, torso true. neck and head on bachelor you
0: don't need the legs and arms on bachelor
1: what if it was just his legs and arms and head and then millionaire got the torso and neck
0: <laughs> i hope that's fair
1: he'd just be like a little starfish <laughs> he'd just be a little noodle boy it'd be like that mr show sketch where the kid gets dropped in the acid and then the the heavy metal band oh, comes to yeah. see him and he's just like beef jerky <laughs> shit all right so (laughs) what happened on this television show that we talk about every week
0: okay so uh kyla zero zero one gets the one-on-one date and leah is pissed because leah
1: has had almost no time we were all very sympathetic about leah like leah was like fuck what the fuck am i doing here?" Leah has
0: not gotten a one-on-one date uh everybody else has and now this is well no
1: the twins haven't they just got the well yeah and olivia hasn't but but she's gotten like a million roses
0: has Olivia not?
1: Olivia did not get a one-on-one date. Oh, interesting. I know.
0: Um, but yeah, this is Kayla's second one-on-one date, which is kind of I mean, it happens every season, but it's always a surprise. There seems to be this common understanding that the bachelor is going to give everybody some time before he starts recycling.
1: Yeah, I feel like usually he gives everyone a one-on-one date before he stops, mm-hmm. starts going in with double dippies. And he did, he had three women who he had not gone on a one-on-one date yet. Mm -hmm. And he was like, started going in on double dippies. Mm -hmm. But I like that about Ben. Ben's decisiveness really shone through this (laughs) season. You have
0: gone really hard, Team Racial
1: atrocities. I'm not ready to put those behind me yet. (laughs) He ain't that white. I'm not ready to put that sentence he said behind me yet, because it's 2016 and in the United States of America, and we still got lots of problems. But this season, he looked at those three women this week. He looked at those three women that he hadn't gone on -on one-on-one dates with, and he was like, Tough. I know what I want. And then some of those women who's like, it's time for you to hit the road because it's just not happening right now. Chris Souls was, I liked him okay. But when it came time for him to break up with anybody, he would dance around it.
0: Chris Souls was inferior in so many ways. It's not even worth the comparison. You're right. You're right. Uh, okay. So Ben comes in deep unbuttoned. You get to see all of his all parts.
1: All of his. Oh, just all of him. I saw inside that guy. I looked through him like a telescope. <laughs>
0: uh and they are gonna go deep sea fishing uh and leah cries a bunch because she's super bummed about not getting this time and she's like oh i don't want to get the two-on-one i know i'm gonna get the two-on-one meanwhile this is intercut with scenes of Kayla fishing in this like harness belt with, like, a big fishing pole coming out of her Did not
1: realize pelvis. deep sea fishing had quite so much phallic imagery. Yeah. But, my God, there was a lot.
0: She's got this kind of fishing pole phallus coming out of her midsection, and Ben is standing behind her, as I recall, helping her steady this. While, they... while
1: gripping it firmly. mm mm-hmm. um, This is sports, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the original sport is yeah. the battle versus man versus nature. Uh-huh. They pull out a fish that has been dead yeah. saved, that has been dead for maybe a week. The battle
0: of man he, versus nature to get a fish that is already dead.
1: He's holding it and he says, Ki-. Again, a great Ben episode for me. <laughs> I felt a deep kinship with him by the end of it. This part was a little upsetting where he's holding a fish in front of this woman that he's talked to for maybe thirteen combined minutes in his entire life, and he says, Kiss it. <laughs> hey. Kayla, kiss it.
0: And she does. And she does kiss it. And then they kiss. No, no. Pretty soon after. No, it's true. She kisses the fish, cut away to Leah crying, cut back, and then it's Kayla and Ben kissing. So it was like fish round one, round two Ben.
1: Well, I mean, her... Her robotically engineered lips are probably hydrophobic to a point where just like no fish grime is going to stick to them.
0: Little windshield wipers came out and like wiped the fish <laughs> smell off of her mouth. Yeah,
1: she has like, she has some sort of like breath mint spray like built into her her cheek glands. <laughs> yeah. I bet you Olivia wishes she had those.
0: Oh, That's
1: mean. No, it's just the other woman said, said her breath was bad. I know. I can't say anything about it. I haven't met the woman. I think she's perfectly lovely. This is a good Olivia, like I said, a good Olivia episode for me because she said so much baller shit like we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so then they have dinner and Ben is probably the most drunk I think we've ever seen.
1: Holy it. shit. Like... He looked drunk.
0: Yeah, he couldn't focus his eyes. They kept showing closes up on his face and you could tell he was doing the thing you do where he's trying to like identify
1: what he's gonna fixate on. The other times we talked about like, oh Ben's drunk, it's just cause he like talks nonsense. And he definitely did that here. Mm-hmm. It's like I just he wanted her to be vulnerable. That was like his big thing. He's like, I just wanna know like if I cry, if you'll be able to do that too. I wrote
0: down the exact quote. Okay, please. The exact quote is I'm looking for someone that will come cry with me.
1: <laughs> Come cry with me. Come cry, let's cry away. <laughs> um, She was, understandably, pretty froke out about all of that.
0: Yeah, he he just, it was a weird line of questioning, because ultimately what he was asking was, you seem like a really happy person, how do you deal with sadness? But instead, he came you, at it.
1: Even weirder, you smile a lot. Yeah. I bet you even smile when you're sad. Yeah. Can you prove it? Okay. I, okay, look. You <laughs> smile a, like a whole bunch. And that's one thing I know about you. I love it very much. But oh, sorry, let's try. I noticed you smile <laughs> a lot, and it's you do it a lot. But I was wondering, if you, sometimes do you really don't feel like smiling inside when in the sadder times of your life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was <laughs> like i know you're smiling around me be be around me be happy with me and that's good and i want that but if you're like sad too then i want to be sad with you and do you smile de- do you smile on that <laughs> when you sm- i guess like i guess it's sort of to boil it all down as like one point is just like why do you why do you smile
0: <laughs> and she understandably says i feel a little put on the spot i know that i'm supposed to be vulnerable and and then he's kind of like, "Hey, you know, just, you know, I just want to know do you, do you like want to be with me or not? Like do you want do you I want this?" I completely weirdly
1: pivots. Yeah.
0: And then she starts doing this weird computation where she's like, "Well, I feel
1: computations the perfect word. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: feel like I'm in in love with you, but I don't know if I'm ready to be in love with you and it like it feels like love, but I, I don't know that I I I want to be in love and I feel like I'm holding back, but But, like, but I love you. And it's, like, the weirdest delivery. It's
1: not the weirdest delivery. She adjusted her cyborg thermostat (laughs) to give it to him hot. And then she gives it to him cold.
0: Yeah, see, Griffin thinks that this is, like, a brilliant delivery because it is kind of setting up Ben for uncertainty and then reining him back in with this kind of warmth. That I'm, he was nervous he wasn't going to get.
1: I'm saying there hasn't... I've said this a lot. There hasn't been a lot of traditional gameplay this season. And this episode saw, like, the first time that a couple people did some more traditional shit. Like, this idea of just, like, eh, eh pen back just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it cost him a, a, a mission successful because he was, like, freaked out. Like, I'm gonna send her home. But I was smiling. I was smiling, but I'm not because I was send her home, I guess. Uh, and then she came back hard, like. But I think I'm ready for you yeah. because when I'm with you, it just feels real. It's like, it does feel real as soon smile. It totally
0: because At a certain point, I think Kayla realized what I'm saying is confusing, and Ben, at the end, when he feels affirmed by her, says, "You know, Kayla's confusing, but I like that about her. See, yeah, right
1: into the right mm-hmm. into the trap. Um, yeah, she's uh, perfect. She's she's just gang she's i said did while watching this episode she's one of the greats I, I
0: i wrote down an exact quote she says i feel like i want you in my life i feel happy this is happiness <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was like the best argument for our assertion that she is some yeah, kind she of cyborg.
1: okay but we have I a lot feel of, happy
0: this is happiness, yes? We have a lot of
1: fun talking about how she's a cyborg. And I want to part part the act a little bit just for a moment here. You almost
0: said kimono and you and you I pulled, didn't, I know. Pulled from I want to
1: part it. the kimono, I guess, a little bit and go behind the goof. She's fucking incredible at this game. <laughs> she's very, very, very good. She's extremely good. She's not just good in like... If she had been in any season, she would have like soared. She's good in this season yeah. where there's like not very many people being aggressive like at all. Yeah. And she's not being aggressive in the in the way that Olivia was, where it was just like fighting with the other girls and like getting all up in it. She's it was sex aggressive. Sex Panther. Sex Panther, she's like every moment she has with Ben, mm-hmm. she's like working him. Mm-hmm. She's working him hard. Like I've never seen anything like it in in, <laughs> in 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 anything. Like she's she's one of the best that's ever played the game. <laughs> wow. I'll say it. I think she'd also make a very good bachelorette. Well, that's the
0: point. That's what she was programmed to do.
1: Yeah. Well, she's programmed well. Yeah. By the, by, Dr. Love.
0: Uh, So she gets the rose. She's in it. And then we hear about the group date. The group date is Lauren B., Becca, Amanda, Lauren H., JoJo, and Leah. Which means it's Emily versus Olivia on the two-on-one.
1: The, the marooned twin versus Galactus and uh I when they announced that I was like fuck this show like <laughs> hey bachelor come on gang like Emily's weird turn to be the anti Olivia like the yeah the the woman in the white hat fighting the woman in the black hat somewhere in the desert like Came up literally in the last three minutes of last week's episode, and we were all supposed to be, like, all in on this rivalry, yeah. and then they just cement it with the two—like, who ends up in a two-on-one. It, this season has been weirdly, like, erratically produced, and I feel like this is part of it, and that they just, like—they literally introduced this conflict— a, a minute before the end yeah. of last week's episode And then we're supposed to be like So deeply, deeply invested We, we made a lot of uh, Correlations to And if, you, if this is your first season watching Then this is going to be completely lost on you But there was Kelsey, who was the, mm-hmm. uh, widower from Austin, yes. uh, versus Ashley I, who was like sort of the princess, mm-hmm. um, who cried like nonstop. Like if you think the Virgin people on this princess. season, Virgin Princess, who, if you thought people were crying this season a bunch, like it's yeah. literally was like anything that happened to her, she would start crying about it. And it was like charming in a way. She was great on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Anyway they like hated each other and then they but they built that up over such a long time Mm -hmm. and then they had their two-on-one which um, some people might go back and watch old seasons of this show on hulu after us talking about so i don't want to spoil it but it's fucking great it's like Mm -hmm. one of the best episodes and reactions from the other women who weren't on the date like ever yeah um but this just was just like, Hey, these two hate each other. They're going to fight. You're going to love it. Like, no, Bachelor, I'm not going to love it. It
0: felt like, like we were getting condensed Emily. Like they just made her spit out like seven minutes of hatred towards Olivia. And then they were like, and now they're going on a two on one. So I was like, well, I guess I'm bought in, but like, but it even that felt weird. Her
1: like happy, gleeful, like overacting, like, I just hate Olivia so much was very much like, you like this is not. This ain't legit. Like, somebody just told you to say this shit, and you think this is how you're supposed to act when you hate a person. Well, and,
0: and then, yeah. And then they show her, like they did last week, calling her sister Haley and and complaining again about Olivia on the phone to her sister. And it just feels like this is really, like, provoked. Like, yeah. Like, there's no way you would call your sister again to talk about how much you hate Olivia again.
1: Like, yeah, like, I'm gonna call you every day just to let you know how much I hate this woman. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we're we're basically wrestling fans. This is, God, I'm gonna make this uh, allegory every week as well. But we know there's, like, people pulling the strings behind the scenes. This season has been the most, like, obvious, like... Yeah. Because yeah.
0: um, the women, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but the women aren't making moves on their own. They have to be pushed.
1: Right. Until this episode, when things get yeah. very real yeah. in a big way. Mm-hmm. Please say the thing that Olivia said about... The twin, it's the best ever.
0: Emily Olivia going on the stage. Olivia is talking to the camera, she's talking about Emily. She's like, She just seems like really young. She's like a bird.
1: She was like, I, she's just like a bird. I don't even care. She's and like it was a like, bird. That's fucking the sickest, dopest, tightest burn that has been delivered on this show in a very, very long She's like a bird. She's like a bird. Who are you going on a date with? Uh, Ben, and just like some bird, like whatever. <laughs> Little birds, just like little bones. Like She said
0: it in such a convincing way that I found myself watching Emily from then on being like, she is like a bird.
1: <laughs> she's a lot like a bird. Um, It was so great. It tickled me so much. I said, she's like a bird, like a hundred times.
0: Will you sing the song? Because I don't sing. What? She's
1: like a bird, I only fly away. That's perfect. I don't know where my home is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. like a bear. We got to pay the rights for that. You're new to the, new to the <laughs> podcast business. We now have to pay Fuck, it's probably going to be like to who?
0: To who are we paying?
1: Nelly Furtado?
0: Okay, I was just are checking. You,
1: come on, what on, you checking? Just checking. I know who. Who was it that did Crocodile Rock? Just checking. It's Sir Elton John. <laughs> Nelly Furtado is the woman Elton John. Okay. Um
0: Okay, group date. Uh, we find out oh, the date card God. says love is unpredictable, Ben. And so as all the women get on a boat and... They're all looking
1: around for sharks the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see any sharks. You see, yeah, they're see playing,
0: sharks? they're literally playing the Jaws theme. They're all drinking their shots and their beverages. Ben's like, oh, love is unpredictable. Let's, let's... they are just gonna have those. a fun
1: time out on a boat. And they're like, hey, yeah. Hey, homie, fuck you. Hey, you sports hound, go fuck yourself. There's sharks in these here waters. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult woman, Ben. Can you treat me like an adult woman for once?
0: And the boat starts heading towards this abandoned island. And everybody's like, what is that? And Ben's like, oh, that's my private island. And then we get a close-up on the water. What are you, you seeing in the water? In the water. There are pigs. Oh, little pigs. There are pigs swimming oh, in the water. are so many pigs, gang. So oh, many God. pigs. It was the best moment. It was
1: the happiest this show has maybe ever made me because it was Uh, like, there's pigs in the ocean. (laughs) There's pigs in the ocean. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you saw Dunstan checks in and you're like, there's an orangutan in this hotel. Get out of there. The the first time I saw Dunstan checks in. (laughs) The first of many times you saw Dunstan checks in and you're like, you're an orangutan. You're supposed to be in the jungle.
0: I don't think I've ever seen a movie with an orangutan or monkey. Monkey as a trouble? lead role.
1: No. Uh, Any Which Way But Loose? No. Fuck, you've seen a monkey based movie. So, Meet, Meet Joe Black? No. Nope. Mighty Joe Young.
0: Okay. Yeah. Meet Joe Black is Brad Pitt and is not a monkey movie.
1: Uh, King Kong?
0: I mean, yeah, but that's, I'm talking about where the, the monkey is like an active character and wears a hat.
1: Okay, Dunstan Checks is a movie about an orangutan, and it's about a hotel that's run by Jason Alexander and a wild cast of characters that make up the tenants of this hotel. And his daughter befriends an orangutan that I think was, like, trained to steal things from people. That was also definitely monkey trouble. Yes, he was trained to, to steal things from people, I think. And so he was, like, brought in this hotel to, like, steal everything, but he fell in love with the, the girl who was Jason Alexander's daughter. And so the thieves try to come back and get him, and then Dunstan fights him off. When he, that? you know, he does. He rips their fucking faces off because they're of things. <laughs> get buckwild. And what's it like the second time you see it? Second time you see it, you really <laughs> get a, a really nice appreciation for Jason mm-hmm. Alexander. Because this is the first time that you had, a, like, a real dramatic turn. And this was, like, the Seinfeld days. This
0: is a dramatic movie?
1: Yeah, this is very dramatic. Hmm. Um, anyway, you remember the first time you saw Dunstan Chucks and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> in a city hotel i felt that way about these pigs that were in the ocean uh the they weren't just dabbling their feet they were swimming they were surfing. swimming they were surfing one of them had sunglasses and he said yeah dude
0: all the women are really excited and as they're pulling up to the shore they get a bucket of hot dogs which are don't worry are not pork they're chicken hot dogs he
1: said no that was poor planning the producer's like oh, just say it's chicken
0: <laughs> oh, sure. god they're right it's the nightmare. Uh, and the women are all excited, but I don't know if any of you have been to a petting zoo, but there is something about animals that have been trained to accept food from humans, mm. uh, that they will go after you as if, if they don't get that food, they are not going to make it through the night.
1: Rachel and I were looking at, we went to Japan on our honeymoon, we were looking at taking a trip back, they were trying to figure out where we would go if you did that, and there's a place called, I think, Nara Island, and it has... It's Deer Island. It's just deer fucking everywhere. And I was like, I love deer. They're so beautiful and majestic. And they're like, yeah, Nar Island, man, they just come up to you and like are like, hey, what's up? You wanna chill? And we're like, sweet that sounds amazing. Yes, Japan will be there. And then we watched we the We watched video. the YouTube video and these deer are like, biscuits A hundred deer like biting a woman's like arms, like, biscuits, you got biscuits in there. Give me the biscuit. Take your shirt off. I want to make sure you got biscuits under there. I know, these deer are like weirdly aggressively sexual to make sure they get those biscuits. And we saw that and we're like, nope, because some of them had the horns and antlers and shit, like poking people's brains out.
0: These women who are wearing almost no protective gear, they're in bikinis, are standing in the water, their, their footing is not great, and they are trying to feed hot dogs to these pigs, and they are instructed by Ben that if you don't want... The pig to come at you anymore you just cross your arms in front of your chest which of course doesn't work
1: yeah no these things <laughs> they don't know sign language <laughs> um these women are almost universally terrified <laughs> by these pigs because these pigs in the pigs defense this is their life this is their life they swim around and they hunt for food and it's probably pretty scarce because they're feral pigs on a crazy island and it's a small island and what the fuck are they eating out there sand Fish that swim into their dumb pig How mouths. I think
0: those pigs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is a, it's not a probably not a totally sick life. They're probably fed exclusively by women, by drunk women holding hot dogs. Uh, and the pigs are just like, this is my life. Like, can you not make a game out of this? Just drop it into my pig mouth, and if you don't, I am going to chase you around.
0: Well, and the thing about the island too is there's, you know, unlike most of the places they go, there is not like a little area with couches and pillows where they can all sit and hang out when they want to get away. No. There is nothing. There's nothing. nothing Well,
1: well, 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 well. Let's be fair. There was like two dozen swimming (laughs) fun pigs. Yeah,
0: but you can't sit on a pig. There
1: was a baby pig. And like some of the the women were like wrestling to see who could be the one holding the baby pig when Ben looked in their direction. It was a wonderful, I saw it, and I said, this is going to be the most fun group date ever, and holy shit was I wrong. Yeah,
0: Yeah, JoJo, at one point, she's got like a group of pigs that are surrounding her, and she is screaming in real terror.
1: Yeah, no, there's real terror. I was talking more (laughs) about the genuine discomfort that settled like a thick, uh, syrupy miasma over this group of women and their suitor.
0: Griffin made the point, and it's true, typically on a group date, when a woman gets time with Ben the other women will have a secluded place they can go and talk to each other and not watch
1: everything unfold. Right. This was an island that had no trees on it, a fairly perfectly flat island.
0: No. I mean, when you saw it from the ocean, there were definitely trees on it, just not where they were.
1: But most— Almost the whole day it took place in the ocean. Just yeah. like Ben swimming around being like, Why aren't you having a good time? There's it, this is fucking pig island. What the fuck is wrong with you? We're in the
0: Bahamas. We're and in there's the Bahamas pigs. and our
1: pigs and we're drunk and it's light. We're young and we're fucking our bodies are tight <laughs> and beautiful. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> um none of the women were having it. It was just a weird like it it got weird for everybody. Like mm-hmm. we're all dating each other, and this is really, really genuinely weird. And mm-hmm. I don't like it. I think it's just because they had to like look at each other and confront. Like there was some early jealousy because he stole Lauren B away, and it was like, well, she's gonna win. And America's like, yeah. um
0: <laughs> Well, and and Leah is on this group date, and we already know Leah is upset to be well, on. Leah another actually group said date. that she
1: would have rather been on the two on one because she's been on so many fucking group dates. And it's like, girl, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm totally on on board with Leah.
0: And she, she is taking women aside and expressing her discomfort to them. So I imagine there is just a, like a, a pall over the date of just like, this poor woman, we're all in this together. None of us are getting the time we want. Um, and so Ben starts confronting the women, pulling them away and being like, are you having fun? Or why are you not having fun? Why does everything feel weird? And he's like talking to JoJo and he's so desperate. He's like, JoJo, you get
1: it though. Like, you get it. You know how it is. Um, I think it's desperation, Karen, the fact of that, like, that's what this show is. And like, even if you hadn't been on this show for like five weeks now, you yeah. certainly have seen it over the past 20 fucking years that it's been on. Has it been, it's been 20 seasons, not 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to say. This show started in, in 1996. Uh, it, certainly in the 20 season, you understand that it's a show about one person dating a bunch of people. And it, for it I got really frustrated in a totally new way, which I didn't think was going to be possible this season. I got really frustrated with everybody on the show because so many people said something to the effect of like, it's just now sinking in that like some of us are going to be going home. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just now sinking in that like he's not going to marry nine of you. It was a weird date.
0: It was, but what was delightful about it was that you would see these great moments between Ben and a contestant or the women talking to each other. And then like a little pig would float by or you'd hear these little snorts.
1: Yeah. Leah finally, (laughs) Leah finally voices her, her sadness. She's like, I just don't know why I'm here. (laughs) Like you hear that like in the background a little bit. It was like there.
0: And, and he was trying to talk to somebody. Maybe it was Jojo and. They were talking and Ben's trying to figure out what's going on. Why does it feel so weird? And she's (laughs) like, Oh, there's a pig coming.
1: (laughs) It was, uh, it was a, it was an adorable and completely socially just completely. Oh, it was a horrible, horrible day. Really bad date.
0: It was. It was really bad. Well, and, and so the evening comes and it's, it's like a little cocktail
1: party at this like little house. We should mention the, the, the show got very real when he was talking to Jojo in that he was, like, basically saying, like, this episode of The Bachelor has really been uncomfortable for me. (laughs) Like, he actually said, like, we've been doing this, and, like, I know that it's not ideal for any of us, but, like, it is what it is, and, and here we are, and for some reason, like, this one feels bad to me. And it got, like... He was, like, pleading with Jojo in a way to say, like, you know that you're on The Bachelor right now, right? And it's the first time that, like, the... He hasn't come at it from, like, a romance angle. He's come at it from, mm-hmm. like, almost a production angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really- that's true.
0: And he kind of did the same thing with Becca. He was talking to Becca, and at some point she's like, Yeah, it's awful, and I hate it, but, you know, I really, really like you. And it was just like, you could tell, like, they're just trying to kind of made me so mad that it took that long.
1: Because, like, it shows the lack of gamesmanship this season. That nobody realized that of the seven of us that are on this date, All of us are not having a great time. All of us are pretty uncomfortable. Literally all it would take is just one of us to be like, Ben, no, I'm having a great time. And Mm -hmm. then you win. Mm -hmm. That's literally all it would take is, Ben, I'm having just such a great time with you out here and these crazy pigs. Nobody, nobody does it. What a great
0: opportunity to be in the Bahamas with with these pigs.
1: So then we get to the cocktail party of the group date. And this is where shit pops off in a way that in a million years I never would have expected.
0: Yeah, and I think part of it is because Leah, who you just think is gonna be one of those contestants
1: that just fizzles out.
0: Yeah, that's just like, Oh, I don't get enough time, I'll never get time, Ben doesn't like me, and then Ben sends her home. She's like, just she's just uh, gonna
1: she's just gonna do the moon boob yeah. shuffle right right into the lounge.
0: <laughs> the moon boob shuffle.
1: <laughs> it's just the loud sh- you just triggered like ten different people say I thought
0: you were gonna edit that out. No,
1: no, that one's staying in.
0: I have a big notebook that
1: I keep my notes
0: in. It's very big. And it's very loud when I shuffle pages.
1: And then you rub the rings of it up against the microphone. <laughs> it was a real one man band. I you were
0: edit it
1: out. Oh, I didn't. I'm I'm busy.
0: <laughs> okay, so Leah gets time with Ben on this date, and Leah, out of nowhere, I think this is going to be Leah's time to really advocate for why she's great and why Ben should keep her. Instead- Nope.
1: She takes it in a different direction.
0: And then she starts to talk about how, you know, some of the women here, it's just really hard for me to see you excited about them because they're not who you think they are. And I think, oh, she's going to badmouth Olivia. Okay.
1: That's Can the I popular say that thing tonight? to do. I knew exactly what she was doing. Did exactly you know it was going to be Lauren B.? Yeah. Because it had to be somebody on that date. She's not just going to start shit-talking Olivia, because that would be insane. Like I
0: know.
1: It has I nothing just, to do I with what you're doing. I not predict Lauren B. I, as soon as she started just saying, like, I'm about to shit-talk somebody, I was like, is uh, 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 about to fucking blow up this whole game around herself. This is amazing. Like, of course she's going to lose, but fuck, she's going to go out big. She's yeah. going to go out swinging. I was psyched out of my mind. So, yeah. Leah just fabricates from whole... Everybody you're watching with it got confused. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them, like, no, she's fabricating this from whole cloth, making shit up, absolutely. Just saying, there's someone that you're really close to who is different in the house than she is when she's with you. And I can't stand to see it because it's somebody you've grown really attached to, and it's Lauren B. And Ben's like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's just like, I felt like I don't want to tattle, but it's just like, I felt like somebody should tell you. And right then Lauren B walks in the room. And he's like, "See ya." <laughs> and Ben confronts Lauren B about it immediately, like as soon as she sits down. It's like somebody in the house has been talking shit about you, and she starts crying. Like she gets really upset. She's yeah. like, "I don't know who would say stuff about me."
0: Most women. I mean, if you think about the odds, most women at some point say something awful to the camera, and you and you think, "Oh, okay, yeah, maybe they're awful." I don't think Lauren B. has ever said a single thing.
1: She hasn't said anything. And that's the thing. Like, I think her confusion was so genuine because she knew, like, well, no, I'm this. I'm I'm the to use Unreal's terminology. I'm the wifey of this season. Yeah, I'm not the villain. I haven't done a single villainous Mm -hmm. act because I've had to maintain this wifey persona the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's in it was genuine confusion of just like this wasn't in the script. Um, it was very pure and very real and it's why this is like one of the best episodes of the show I've maybe mm-hmm. ever seen Um, because like things just got completely turned on their head in a way that I a person who feels so confident like from episode one I can tell you the trajectory of the entire season of The Bachelor uh, did uh just like never yeah. never 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 would have expected yeah
0: so Lauren B is talking to Ben she's like I don't know where this came from and Ben's like hey I'm just telling you what I heard she comes back to the group and she's like somebody said something to Ben and she's understand. really upset
1: and the women like Take turns denying it.
0: And then Leah, I don't know where Leah went. She must have gone to the bathroom or something. She comes in and they're like, Leah, did you say something? And Leah's like, no, I would never do that. Like
1: full on. You made it sound, her performance is actually a little bit better than that. She was like, what happened? (laughs) Somebody said something about Lauren B? What? Like her, she sold it like, Lauren B? And then she
0: goes as far to say like, I, I wouldn't ever call anybody out by name like that.
1: It was icy. It was like fucking it was it was some gone girl shit. And I was so deeply into it because it was this weird like complete heel turn of like I'm not doing any gameplay to further my game at all this season to like I know I've already lost the game, so now I'm gonna go maximum gameplay just to fucking try and bite at somebody else's ankles.
0: I don't know. I See, you you make it sound real kamikaze, but I really think she thought, if I can lessen somebody else, maybe I'll
1: shine more. She said that, like, if I can take out other women, then I'll get a chance to prosper. And it's like, that's never, ever, ever been how this show works. Ever, not never. I think she was on some Joker shit and, like... I, I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah. I, it was... It, I, I have seen things like it before where, like, women go for each other and, you know, try to try to, to uh, sabotage each other. But I've never seen it be like, I'm not getting any FaceTime on this season at all. So you know what? Fuck this show. I'm gonna burn it down with me well, still our, in the house.
0: one of our friends brought up the point of maybe she watched...
1: Emily get the... Yeah, she yeah. watched
0: Emily go after Olivia... And she saw that work. Yeah, so now that she she she's. She thought, well, I'm going to go after Lauren B. and get my own little bump.
1: My own little opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except like, no, your didn't. opponent isn't the villain. She is also, she's the wifey. Like, yeah. She
0: even said it. She was like, you know, it's, it's the person that you're, you have the biggest amount of, or like you have the most chemistry with. And so she like, she didn't knew. sell it
1: particularly she's well. She's like, I'm she going like, after the big dog. Yeah. And it did not succeed. He, he did not. Oh yeah, it he kind everything.
0: of like he kind of sat on it, and he's like, oh, okay, and didn't make a big deal out of it that night. And then um, they went
1: back home, and she went back to his well, house. And he gets
0: Amanda. Amanda he gives Amanda
1: the rose, which is like, okay, just because
0: Amanda was nice. The they week. edited the fuck out of that day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Uh. So they they all go home, and then Leah sneaks out and like goes to his house, which is the first time it's happened this season, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it happens about every season. Usually, it happens at some a few point. times every. But season. usually, it's for sexual reasons. Usually. <laughs> The contestant is trying to get some extra time so they can get in some, some handsy sextra time. Some some sextra time to get handsy with the person without anybody
1: around. Um and But she Leah does, just
0: wanted to talk more shit about yeah, Lauren Yeah, she's B. like, listen,
1: <laughs> I wanted to clarify what I said about Lauren B. She's a real no-good, she's a real scamp and a real scoundrel. And he said, Cool, you need it's time for you to leave yeah, the show.
0: Ben's like, you know, I'm hearing you say this. And he's telling us, the viewer, he's like, you know, she just came and we're just talking about Lauren B. the whole time. I'm not getting close to her. And so Ben says, you know, something's missing. You know, I feel like we're not progressing. I kept you around because I couldn't imagine sending you home. But like, now I can definitely imagine sending yeah, you home. Yeah, you gave me home. a
1: football night one. And it was like, <laughs> I felt like Amy the gorilla in Congo, or it was like, we'd made some sort of connection that transcends language. I haven't
0: Congo either.
1: <laughs> Amy, football football amy amy football sports i'm sure that's very
0: funny but i don't get it
1: the people at home are loving it (laughs) the congo the congo heads um (laughs) yeah she she gets she gets sent packing and this is when ben started this is when i started to realize like ben's the fucking axe man because he was very much like he he lit even when somebody is a villain on this show when the when the bachelor bachelorette sends them home they're usually pretty delicate about it this was no joke ben was just like I kept you around because we had that cool thing on night one and I couldn't imagine not sending you home, but I don't have that anymore. And said, it's time, it's time for you to leave.
0: He said, no, he said, we should say goodbye, which I just thought was so artful. Yeah. We should say goodbye. You
1: take a, you take a, the past couple guys, you take a Chris or a, uh, Chris Souls or a, who's the, who was before him? Sean or Juan Pablo, Ben. ben
0: the other Ben. The other
1: Ben. Uh, that's like all the bachelors I've seen so far. And none of them were, I mean, Juan Pablo is the diametric opposite in that, like, I don't think any of the women on that season were exactly sure whether or not they were being sent home or not when they were actually being sent home. So much was his, his kibitzing with the, with <laughs> these send-offs. But Chris Souls would just do like a hands in pockets. Oh, shucks. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you should leave. Yeah. Yeah. This was your idea. You should go. Leaving was your, your plan. Ben is just like, it's, t- you gotta go. You gotta go. It's when time ben, to bounce. Uh,
0: when Ben makes a decision,
1: like, it is done. He goes for it. How many times has he done that now? He sent home poor Jubilee, but he did it, like, dramatically, like, you're right, it ain't it ain't cracking. You
0: mean Jubilee?
1: Yeah, that's what I said. You said Jubilee. No, I didn't. I said Jubilee. <laughs> Jubilee is the toe fungus. Kind
0: of thing. <laughs> okay.
1: No, somebody made a joke about that in the Rosebuddies group, no. but it got stuck in my head. Oh, my God, I'm poisoned. <laughs> my mind is poisoned um yeah it was yeah good you know what like leah leah botched the delivery a little bit like she was on some next level shit and i was very psyched about it but she did not stick the landing Mm -hmm. on it and it's 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 the game of thrones guys you either end up married or you get got and
0: lauren b seems really nervous of like oh maybe she got to him maybe maybe he's got it in his head now but we all know like nobody no no. you're gonna win the season he's gonna win okay two on one date Emily, Olivia, Olivia talking to the camera saying, Olivia and I are the same age. And I'm going to feel like I'm her mom the whole time. Like I'm babysitting. I love that shit. She is like.
1: Confidence Cohen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right? She, she has no doubt that she is gonna come out the
1: victor. Mm-hmm. She probably was not as confident when Emily came out in her like full blown like, Hey, did you know I'm from Las Vegas? Cause check yeah. out, check my style out.
0: The women are both get in their swimsuits cause they're doing like a boat date and Olivia wears like a pretty, you know, conservative bathing suit. Well, I mean, it's a bikini. It's not like it's a one piece. <laughs> yeah. But then Emily comes out with this little fringy number.
1: She's wearing like a feather headdress, like boa thing. <laughs> Yeah,
0: it was it was it was very provocative.
1: Yeah, it was it was wild. Um, and then they get on a a boat in the middle of a fucking white squall.
0: Yeah, (laughs) the weather is so (laughs) sail with me. It's real safe. Bye. He's like delivering his lines at like a shout level, like it's a great day in the Bahamas.
1: Everybody. So it rained (laughs) the whole day, and so like everything they said, like listen, the connection's just not there. I think it's time that we should probably split ways, don't you think?
0: Um, so they go to the beach. The rose is on a piece of driftwood with some barbed wire over it. I was distracted because <laughs> I
1: thought it looked like a like a TGI Friday's potato skin with yeah. <laughs> a rose on it. And then I got hungry for Guy Fieri's cuisine.
0: Um, so Ben first steals Olivia um, and... Olivia, again, has to explain what her issue is with the women. She's like, I'm not going to be force myself to be friends with these women. She's like, I'm real deep. I like news. I like politics. You know, I'm really confident in who I am. I know myself. I know my body.
1: I've been been talking this whole season about how Olivia is the only person playing the game. And it's because she puts in the time. Like, she gets the time. The getting of the time is typically the hard part. And then once you get the time, you usually know what to do with it. I'll say this about Olivia. She gets that time. Because she gets in there, she gets aggressive with those with those women. It's full contact bachelor. Mm -hmm. Once she gets that time, she has no fucking idea how to spend it, basically at all.
0: No, she's rambling, and then she says that she's in love with him, which typically gets you points, but it just makes him more sure. She like. That they are not on the same page.
1: Week one, maybe. You just to make an impression, like I am the politics newswoman. I do the news. I'm from <laughs> Texas. I'm yeah. f- do the news and my mouth gets really big. My name's Olivia. <laughs> Look at my big mouth and I do the news and I'm from Texas. You got all that? Cool. And then every other week you ask him about him, cause that's what like every, read fucking any Dale Carnegie. It's what he, like every human being on earth wants mm-hmm. is for other people to have, ask questions about them. Yeah. And she literally not wants is like, no. what do you like, Ben? It's just, I'm very smart. And that's why the other women don't like me. Mm-hmm. Olivia, you, you, you got halfway there. You got possession of the ball. A lot of turnovers, a lot of interceptions. No third down conversions. A lot of field goals. Not even any field goals. It was a zero point some, game for Olivia. Some moving the chains. Lots of, nope, no moving the chains. That would be a third down conversion. <laughs> anyway, she, she was a disaster on this day and sort yeah. of it made me look back in retrospect and realize like she's almost always kind of a disaster.
0: Ben goes back to have his time with Emily and it is, it is totally uneventful. Uh, Emily. Mm-hmm. It's
1: sweet because the wind is like blowing her yeah, hair like, in Emily face. Emily
0: gets hair in her face and he moves it out. Right, of her but face. it's almost
1: comical how much hair like that <laughs> she is constantly getting in his face, her face, and he's like trying to move it out to see her face. And he's like, I'm just going to leave your hair like that. She's like, that's okay. That's fine. I like that. I thought it was cute.
0: I mean, yeah, but it's not like I think the only reason she gets picked over Olivia is because Olivia crashes and burns so hard. I don't think like him and Emily have like a big future together.
1: I think – well, no, they're not going to – she's not going to win. She's not going to win the show, but she's going to make it to to Final Four. Yeah, I
0: guess so. Absolutely. I mean, you thought that about Olivia, though.
1: Okay. Is this what we're doing? (laughs) Getting (laughs) getting me? I'm just
0: saying that episode to episode, things change. You don't know. Okay.
1: Um, Well, I guess we can talk about the fact that Olivia gets sent the fuck home.
0: Olivia gets sent home. He picks up the rose. Which is
1: like – he picks up the rose and walks her away, and you think like, oh, he's going to give her the rose she literally said i love you keep that in mind like that's a that's a i can't remember the last time i've seen it where somebody tells somebody i love you for the first time and then they get sent right directly home like sometimes they'll do it you know a few weeks in and then a few weeks later they'll get home sent home it's never this quick of a turnaround and it's never st- again been the fucking axe man is never delivered this like directly but like, I love you. Oh, that's great. Well, you told me that, and I appreciate your honesty. But here's my honesty: I don't see you later. Mm-hmm. Get on the boat.
0: Yeah, he did the same thing he's done before, where he's like, you know, I I can't honestly say that I see a future with you or yeah. it's something. That, well, like, he, ta- he
1: takes it and he turns it. He says, I appreciate the honesty in you telling me that you yeah. love me. Here's my honesty: I'm gonna stand on my tea. It's not there. Yeah. See you later. Actually, don't get on the boat. We'll get on the boat. You're yeah. gonna die on this island, Olivia. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they do the classic thing, and this may seem especially cruel, but it happens every season, where he takes the winner, they get on the boat, they go away, and we watch Olivia stand there, ankle deep in water, crying.
1: Well, she starts, she starts collecting resources to build a little shelter for herself because it's about to be full-blown hurricane. It's about to be a full-blown monsoon and she needs a place to sleep that night.
0: Our friend even made the joke of like what if that's how the next season of Survivor started? <laughs> like a cast-off on an island from Or Nashville. Bachelor in
1: Paradise like she just rolls up in a boat made out of turtles that she made. She fucking fishes for herself by like creating a cage made out of sticks that she like places over her open mouth that she just drags through the water and catches, catches sea, sea life like that. Because they can get into the mouth, but they can't get out. Once you're once you're in that mouth, like, that's it. Cashing those chips, game over.
0: Uh, what are, are we still doing, like, a metaphor right now? What's
1: no, happening? I'm saying literally, look at me. She takes three sticks, puts it over her mouth like that. Ah, uh-huh. And then just drags it through the water in a boat underneath her. And then when she comes up, she's got fish trapped in there, <laughs> and they can't get out. And then that fish is going to be her fish dinner for the night. Winner, winner, fish dinner. That was the funny <laughs> thing that Jublia said last week that I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um if you're curious.
0: So the cocktail party.
1: Rest in peace Olivia. Can we take a moment to talk about the only person that put in the work this season?
0: Yeah, no, I was I thought Olivia was going to make it further just because she was so hungry and nobody else was. And they're turns getting out- they're getting
1: hungry, but she was first to it.
0: Yeah, I you know, I mean the cards were stacked against her. That's an expression, right? The cards were stacked against her?
1: Yeah, she was holding <laughs> up the cards.
0: <laughs> uh, but I, I, you know, Ben, he turned on a dime a little bit. I just, I thought, like, he had some real esteem for her, and then it just entirely disappeared.
1: I think he was probably, looking back, probably had been instructed to keep her on. She had, de- He had definitely been instructed to keep her on, because, like... The people that he's favoring are people like Kyla001, genetically engineered to be good at this sh- game, mm-hmm. Lauren B., who, like, Gener- whenever they have oh, the flight whenever they have discussions, it's like, oh, that's legit. Like, you guys are actually, like, talking yeah. and, like, having a nice conversation, and it's legit. And you're actually literally telling each other things about the other person, and that's nice.
0: You think he's already, like, picked his top two? And Kyla now and Z- Lauren B. Yeah. I know. That's uh, but
1: we be. don't know, because that fucking teaser, which we will get to at the end of the episode, shit looks like it gets absolutely banana splits.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's just really quickly go through the end of the episode. Yeah, because
1: nothing else happened except for. Yeah, a
0: Ben, Ben comes back, cocktail party is canceled, everybody's nervous, JoJo and Lauren B are like, I don't know if I got enough time with him. They
1: try to sell it, like Lauren B is like, I don't know if it, I think I
0: might go home, gang. Uh, and so they do the rose ceremony and Lauren H goes home, uh, which you saw coming a mile away.
1: Yeah, no. She cries with her whole body, which I thought she was like... She has
0: a real ugly cry, and I felt bad for her. I did not her. say she has an
1: ugly cry. I said she cries with her whole body, which meant she felt it. She got in there, and she, like, really did CrossFit. You
0: might be saying that now. But while we were watching the episode...
1: I didn't say ugly cry. I wouldn't have, say that about a person. In their most vulnerable state, I wouldn't say that about
0: her You did person. say a lot of things about the expression she was making.
1: I did out. not say anything about her face. Okay. I said she's doing a full-body cry. She's doing CrossFit. She's putting in the hard work. (laughs) This is her daily bird limo session.
0: Um, So that's the end of the episode. And then we get a teaser.
1: Can we talk about what happened in the post-credits before we talk about the teaser? Because the teaser, we should talk about the last. But in the post-credits, it showed they opened the door to get the date card. And when jojo closes the door behind her after retrieving a date card what looks like a bat flies into the house and is flying around and all the women are running away from it except jojo is like chasing it and i'm like jojo what are you doing get out of there and jojo just like reaches behind a couch and just grabs this fucking thing by the wing and i'm watching this like this woman is xena warrior princess <laughs> queen of the bats but it was actually just a big black butterfly It's a
0: big butterfly
1: bahamas you crazy your butterflies are sick Pig, swimming pigs and bat-sized butterflies, we got to get down to there. Mm. That's where the season finale of Rose Buddies will be filmed. God, I wish. I, it won't be, because that'll be like April, and I have shit to do this year. But
0: Yeah. Okay, now can we talk about the teaser?
1: Yeah, because, f- wow. Everybody's crying all the time. Everybody's
0: crying. And then you, we get our first look at how the finale might end up.
1: Is there anything of substance before we talk about, like, what happens at the the final limit? I don't think
0: there's anything worth talking about besides that.
1: Uh, a lot of Kayla. A lot of Lauren B. No surprises there. Mm-hmm. Um, some Emily. Some Emily. A surprising amount of Emily. A lot of Amanda. Oh, we see him interacting with Amanda's kids. Yes. Which is like, that's hometowns, right? Like It's gotta be.
0: Yes. And Emily makes a comment to the camera that she has met Ben's parents.
1: Yeah, which Rachel and I got really psyched about.
0: Because when we lost- Wait, L- that's final two. You mean? No, the- final three, maybe.
1: Maybe. We'll see.
0: I don't know. I don't know how it happened. Well, he does things a little different. So maybe.
1: He does. He, so it shows two things. The first thing is him sitting on some porch steps with Chris Harrison, just like fucking kicking back, drinking a wine and Kugel, drinking a fucking <laughs> New Belgium, drinking a shock top, just like chilling and like broing out with his beer bud, Chris H. And Chris H announces his retirement' He's like it's true carry or but.
0: no, stop making that joke,
1: um, and they're just like kicking some brews and just like fucking hanging out and just like talking about how the like how they work out, just like get their bodies all good, <laughs> and I'm like taking notes like, yeah, that's my thing, <laughs> but then Chris Harrison's like, if you do this, it's going to change everything, and I'm like,, mm, hmm. what could it be? I'm so excited
0: we get we get some scenes. And it is Ben talking about how he's in love with two women. Not especially unusual. That happens sometimes.
1: I want to be clear here. I don't think he actually says I'm in love with two women. He says I'm in love with someone else. I don't know how I can propose. I'm about to propose to this person. And I don't know how I can do it when I love this other person more. Yeah. And it's like, well, it just sounds like you fucked up a little bit, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be three women because what's crazy to me is that it shows him putting a woman into the, into the limo and shutting the door behind him, behind her. And then it shows that exact same shot a second time. Could it be that the top two get sent packing and he calls up third place finisher?
0: Possibly. Because
1: it, that's the thing it shows. It shows uh, him
0: on the phone. Uh, it
1: shows him calling the phone and he says, I'm, I've got to call her. I just have to tell her how I feel. And, and then you
0: hear it, a woman say hello. Hello?
1: And they have to have like edited that, right? Like that was like a producer saying hello. So you yeah, don't give away don't whose know. voice it is. Well, but, I don't know that I'd recognize a voice. I probably would recognize. Wow. This is a long episode of well, Bros we know. Buddies, we huh? Know it
0: would be. There's a lot of stuff. Um, it
1: looked, it looked bananas. It looked absolutely nutty. It looked like we're about to have a, who was the guy who, uh, proposed to the to the winner and then mesnick. at mesnick at the after the final rose if you yeah. if you've never watched the show before it was one of the more uh uh unpredictable f- finales uh after so there's the last episode and then immediately after oh the week before the finale they do a reunion f- for uh everybody what the, what do they call that women tell all the women tell all or the men tell all it will be the women tell all this season um that's gonna be a rowdy one this is probably going to be a weird episode of Rose Buddies for that episode, huh? But then on the finale, they do the finale. And then immediately afterwards, they do after the final rose where they talk about, like, so are you guys still engaged? And a lot of the times the answer to that question is no. Uh, but they talk about, like, their love and how great it is. And then that's where they usually announce the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. Sometimes they do it at Mintel Law. Um, Mesnick said he brought out his fiance, and they were like, yeah, we're broke up. And Mesnik's like, because I'm in love with the second place winner, and then she came out, and then they hooked up, and they're still married.
0: Just so you know, we didn't actually watch this season; we just know the lore very well. Right? That's like, <laughs> but
1: that's that's silly. That's like, that's weird mm-hmm. to be like, I changed my mind. I'm gonna go with the runner up. Yeah. Um, and then it's also going to be one of maybe three successful marriages in this show's that, history. That
0: seems to be what they're teasing for this finale. We have no way of knowing. Whether or not that's actually what happens. No, but it looks like it's going
1: to be a, it, it, it's, it's, I've been pretty critical of this season because it's been pretty slow. Uh, until this episode, this episode was ballin'. This episode was like everything I love about this show and more in a beautiful little package. Um, and if they can, if they can deliver some twisties, mm-hmm. I think they're going to turn this season around. I think it, a big part of it was Ben turning himself around for me. Uh, cause it's been a while since I've had like a main that I've like liked. Uh, you know
0: <laughs> Did you say a main
1: yeah like a, a <laughs> main. we need a word for it because we can't just say bachelor or bachelorette because it's I not know. efficient but like uh andy i thought was kind of a letdown when Paula was a giant like the biggest letdown basically Kaylen ever was
0: a big letdown. Caitlin was a
1: big letdown chris was like fine chris is okay sean was great at the end but sean wasn't great for a lot of it yeah um ben ben hasn't been like especially dope except i liked how buzz he got for dates
0: oh man um, yeah
1: but but now he's now he's He's efficient, man. He's like a shark. Get him in the water. He's Just gotta keep swimming forward. He's
0: like a swimming pig.
1: He's like a swimming pig. <laughs> uh, so you finish? Yes.
0: You know, I was talking to Griffin earlier. We don't have a sign off for this show. I don't know what it should be. It would be nice if we had one. Well, we
1: gotta do our house housekeeping. Go to the go to. Fa- if you like our show, go to Facebook. And go to the Rose Buddies group. It's literally, guys, it's hysterical. Somebody, I, we don't have it open right now, so I don't have any of the names, and I apologize, but somebody made a mashup of the Battlestar Galactica intro where, you know, the silence are created by man. They look and feel human. All that stuff, but set to Kyla 001, and it's, Fucking hysterical. I was I was rofflin, roffling real hard. I,
0: I love the Facebook group is some of the some of the funniest.
1: Some people. really great observations about Ben's finger sizes, which yes. you will not be able to unsee. Yes. Um it's Mark Roffalo up in there. I love it to death. Um <laughs> it's real good. Um uh, I just got that. <laughs> uh Rachel on Twitter at uh, Rachel C. McElroy. I'm on Twitter at Griffin McElroy. Mm-hmm. We're also on Twitter as RoseBuddiesCast. If you want to tweet about the show, use the hashtag RoseBuddiesCast. We're not doing anything about it yet, but it's fun. To, it's fun to see.
0: <laughs> and thank you for the reviews on iTunes. It's always really exciting for me to see.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. We hope you're enjoying the show. We'll figure out a sign off. What if we said, "Let me hit you guys with this." Let's not settle on this outro right now, but let us know if we end every episode with "I ain't that white." Is that gonna be? Make- <laughs> no, I hate that. Please, no. Well, I and my brother, my brother, mean by saying, kiss your dad square on the lips. And you think I like that? No. It's what? phonetically and, like, mentally unpleasant. I don't
0: want recordings of us every week saying, I ain't that white. Well,
1: people are <laughs> going to have recordings of us saying, I ain't that white every week. Because guess what? I'm going to mention that on every episode of this show for the fullness of time. Because it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard somebody say. What, what's it going to be if not, I, I ain't that white? We ain't that white. <laughs> stay with us on this journey of joy spoiler alert she ends up with soldier boy right reasons right reasons